You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Thanks for joining me today. We've got some golf to talk about. We'll recap uh, the Daytona 500. We'll recap Atlanta a little bit. Uh, two tournaments ago, we've missed a whole bunch. So we'll spend just a few minutes kind of catching up on, on stuff that's been going on. And then we'll shift our focus to the Cognizant Classic which was formerly the Honda Classic, has changed names. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that, and we will make some plays for the tournament. Um, SteadyPicks.com. It's free to sign up, but we do offer a premium membership. It's $199 for the year. Uh, I think it's $59 a month if you'd rather do monthly. Um, And then you get access to the Discord. You get access to the full website. Brady, Pfeiffer, everything we have to offer. Lendale White, really, really good stuff uh, once you get through there. So a reminder to go ahead and consider uh, signing up for the premium membership. I can tell you right now that when you sign up, uh, the Discord is going to be one of the most valuable tools that you'll get. Um, Ricky and I and, and the rest of the team are in there daily, uh, several times a day, answering questions, responding to people, just getting involved in conversation. So it's it's becoming quite a good community, and I'm very proud of that. Um, it was something that was important to me as we launched it is to, to have a, a good community in there, and I think we're doing just that. And uh, I, I thank and appreciate everybody who signed up and who participates in the Discord, but it, it has the launch of the Discord over the last... Uh, what's that been a month and a half maybe has just been w- exceeded what I expected it to be. So I'm super thankful. Thanks everybody who signed up. And uh, if you do sign up, make sure you get in the discord, really good place to catch things live. Um, I'll give, <clears throat> there's one bet that I gave in the moment uh, there for Sunday for Atlanta, the NASCAR race did not work out for us. But I think it was a very good bet. Um, and just every time that there's a very good bet, doesn't mean it's always going to win. Because uh, there, there's no such thing as a lock. When you get something that's big plus EV, you have a big edge on, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to win. That play was Brad Keselowski over Joey Logano on a head-to-head matchup. Now, earlier in the week, I had given out Logano over Keselowski. Minus 114. I think that's what the head-to-heads are, minus 114. 
So I had given that out. And on Sunday, after qualifying, Joey Logano got a penalty. Like two hours before the race, he got served a penalty. Um, what the drivers will often do is they'll put their hand up against the window. Um, it's like the mesh screen that they have as a window. They'll put their hand up against it to try to block some of the air from coming into the cab. Uh, and it and it helps them be more aerodynamic and be a little faster on the straights. Whether it actually does anything, I don't know. I'm not an engineer. But that's the that's the theory behind it. Apparently, Logano was using like a webbed glove to try to cover more surface area to, to block the, the window. And it was so funny. There were people on Twitter, like, you know, pictures of ducks like waddling around. It's like, oh, close up of uh, Joey Logano's new gloves. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> it was so stupid. All kinds of memes about webbed, you know, web feet, anything with web feet. It was getting, it was getting thrown in the conversation. It was really funny. Um, with all that said though, <clears throat> he was going to get a penalty where he qualified second. So he was at the front of the field as the race was starting. He was to drop to the back of the field dead last. And then as soon as the race started on the first lap, he must serve a drive through penalty, which means he drives through the pits at pit lane speed and then has to rejoin the group. And from what I was seeing, the projection was like that, that could that will put him down probably two laps. It could be three. It could be one. But probably two laps. So down two laps to start the race on a drafting track where you're all by yourself. It I just didn't feel like it was um it was gonna be very likely for him to to work his way to the front of the field. Um, so I switched and I said, hey, I think everybody on FanDuel, Keselowski's still plus 108 because um, Logano had gotten bet down, which was the right side all along. A couple other books had adjusted Keselowski to minus 125 over. So he was getting adjusted down. And um, ultimately, I said, I think Keselowski is a fantastic play because Lugano is going to go down two laps. And while it's possible for him to work his way through the field, if the race starts with a long green flag run, right? Like 50 laps of green flag. Cause when Lugano comes back out, he's going to be all alone and it's hard to catch. You can't catch up by yourself in, on a drafting track like that. So he would probably have gone down another, I don't know, possibly two more laps from getting lapped if they had a long green. Well, what do you know? First caution flag is lap two of the race. Lugano serves his penalty, catches right back up. He's in the back of the field on the lead lap, on lap two. The most fortunate break for him. Um, I'll keep the story short, but race goes on. Lugano looks great. He wrecks. Lugano wrecks. Gets in an accident. Boom. I guess he rejoins the field after fixing his car or he was allowed to fix his car because he got back up to minimum speed and he did like another lap or something. And then Keselowski crashes, gets a DNF. Keselowski fixes, actually finishes below Logano because he DNF'd and Logano did not. Now, what an absolute roller coaster that was. As soon as, as soon as Logano crashed, I'm jumping off the wall because I, yeah, I'm jumping off the ceiling. 
And then Keselowski crashes. I'm like, okay, it should be fine because he ran more laps than Logano. That's how it works. But no, Keselowski DNF. For some reason, Logano didn't get the DNF. He must have ran another lap or done something. And uh, we lose the play. So just an absolutely devastating uh, uh, one there. But I think a lot of things went wrong for us in that particular. Like, no doubt his car was fast. I just think... We just kind of got unlucky with that lap two caution. We got very unlucky. But uh, that's enough about that. We At the Daytona, we won uh, the outright market with with uh, William Byron. Really, really good. He was like 20 to 1 or something. So won that. And we're off to a really good start uh, for the NASCAR season. All that stuff will be in the Discord too. So go check that out uh, when you have some time. For golf, though, we'll jump into golf. Um, Cognizant Classic, PGA National, really, really interesting golf course. Used to be the Honda Classic, of course, for many, many years. They've changed the course slightly, but this is really the start of the Florida swing of golf courses, if you will. Field's pretty good. Uh, Actually, very, very, I don't know if I'd say very good, but it is above good and it's better than just good strong field and it should be an exciting place this is one of the coolest golf courses to watch on i feel like i might say that every week but there's some cool golf courses that these that these pga players uh play in so yep we're back in florida um let's see do 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 what am I looking at here? Um, there's a lot of water on this hole. It's a lot of dog legs. It's a lot of um, very interesting course design. So I do think there's going to be an element of this course where, you know, the bomb and gouge or the driving the ball really, really far and just wedging your way onto the green. I'm not necessarily sure that that's going to lead to a lot of success here. The rough won't be very bad. The rough's really not going to be that bad. But there's just a lot of dog legs and a lot of water and a lot of tough bunkers um, that I think accuracy matters a little bit. Like, if you look at past winners here, it's hard to tell whether distance is helpful or hurtful because the the fairways are small, so you're going to be missing the, the fairway. It's hard to tell whether distance helps you win accuracy helps you win is it the irons that help you win certainly so so the driving is really hard to figure out this is a course where players will not be hitting driver on on a lot of the par fours they will be clubbing down to some sort of iron or or something else but they won't be hitting driver on a lot of holes here so if you think about that um that makes that course means the the irons into the green will be a little bit longer and that's where it's going to be really important so the most important stat for me this week is that 150 to 200 kind of range for um approach i think that's going to be absolutely key um i really didn't mix in a whole lot of driving accuracy or distance it's just so hard to tell if it really is um an edge for the players here, so I, I did leave that out. Um, 
but approach is going to be the name of the game here. I did, uh, you know, for the model, the, the four stack that we chose. Greens and regulation percentage, proximity 125 to 150, proximity 150 to 175, and then we have par four scra- uh, scoring, excuse me. So par four scoring, how do they do on the par fours? Because there's some par fours here that you've got to take advantage of. There's a par five, like the 17th or 18th hole, that's just absolutely brutal if the wind is blowing the wrong way. Um, and that brings me to my last point about the course, which is if the wind is is kicking around, it is going to be tough. Um, so I, I think for those that kind of look for, and this is not me, but those that look for like the weather advantage or the, the split in times when players tee off, you know, whether you want the Thursday afternoon, Friday morning or vice versa. I think if you can predict the weather, which good luck with that, but if you have a good grasp on the weather and how that's going to work here, I think, um, I think you could be successful looking at, at stuff like that. So those are the four stats weighted into the model. Um, again, we do that for 2023 and 2024 data along along with uh, last 20 rounds worth of data. We also weighed in last 36 whole or 36 rounds for each player on comparable courses. So we're talking about similar courses to PGA National by the numbers, similar courses, and potentially similar geographically as well. We're definitely, excuse me, going to include some Florida courses to to get a better look at that. But overall, yeah, you can take a look at this for yourself. I just posted it in the Discord. It'll get posted on the website uh, for the premium members. I think usually I post it in the Discord just in the free section. I'll probably stop doing that because somebody's going to yell at me eventually for uh, putting them in there because our premium members pay for that stuff. But um, we'll see. We'll see. I might still drop them in there because I I want people to see what you get if you sign up for premium. So um, enjoy it while it's in there. That's in the Discord. I also posted my bets for the week. Those are in there as well. I sent those in last night just to give everybody an, as early of a notice as I could. Um, essentially, what we landed on is Russell Henley outright, 25 to 1. These are all these outrights here are all at DraftKings. Russell Henley, 25 to 1. Eric Cole, 28 to 1. Shane Lowry, 35 to 1. Chris Kirk, 40 to 1. Akshay Batia at Bet Rivers, 80 to 1. Christian Bezatenhut on MGM, 66 to 1. I think those are all, I feel really good about the the roster of guys we've got this week. Um, these were the top guys in the model. These are the guys that I personally liked. And I, I think this is lining up to be a very good week for us. So those are the outrights that I have. Two top 40 bets on ESPN, Akshay Batia plus 110, and Steven Yeager, minus 125. That's a pretty large uh, bet because I did not take him in the outright market. And if he does win, I would like to not feel like a scumbag for not picking him. 
he's probably the guy I'll kick myself the most if Steven Yeager does not. If he wins this tournament, he'll be the one I kick myself about that I don't have an outright. Um, other top 20s on DraftKings, Russell Henley plus 125, Eric Cole plus 150, Mark Hubbard 3-1, to one, Shane Lowry plus 175, Keith Mitchell plus 165. Keith Mitchell's another guy that I'm, I could be upset if he wins. But again, you can't bet everybody, so you got to make you got to make some tough choices. The other play I have is Christian Christian Hoot at the top South African on DraftKings plus one thirty. Um, yeah, we'll see we'll see about that. I like that quite a bit, but the nationality markets are not my best friend right now. Um, if you look at the model, yeah, I, I basically picked off a lot of guys at the top. The guys I'm missing are Svensson, Hoagie, Corey Connors, Cameron Young. Those are kind of the group of guys that I did not opt to play. Corey Connors, I'm not, I'm just not as high on him as as many people are. Tom Hoagie, I was. He's playing really well, but he's only been cut once here. I don't know if he's ever played here. Adam Svensson. He's one that you could be upset about, but he's got two missed cuts in his last five tournaments. And T9 here two years ago, T9, T49, excuse me, last year. So I don't know. And then Cameron Young, T16, two years ago. He's playing pretty good golf, so he could be one that um, that upsets you if he finds a way to, to have success. But I think I've got the board covered really well. Um, Shane Lowry, really good at this course, T5. Uh, second and T36. Sepp Straka is another guy really good at this course. He's got two cuts in the last five rounds, so wasn't so sure about him. Um, and if there's some matchups that get posted here today, tomorrow, I'll be looking to play um, Sepp Straka, Steven Yeager, um, Cameron Young, if I can get him in a decent matchup. So I will look to add a couple of things, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and see what comes up Adam Svensson if I can get him in some kind of matchup I'll look for that as well just to have some exposure to the rest of the very tippy top of of the model uh, but that is going to do it for us here today steady picks radio wake up and wager um, I've been very like I say I've been very active in the discord go ahead and join ask me anything you want about the golf uh, people do all the time about hey what do you think about this bet what do you think about that and it's my absolute favorite thing to kind of just chime in with some numbers and some some thoughts. Uh, probably my my favorite thing about the whole the whole thing here. So, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate all the support. Steady Picks Radio. Wake up and wager. Good luck this week. We'll talk to you next week. But she can't.